Good afternoon. I was having a meeting two weeks back with some of the staff, and we were discussing that we should cancel 5 p.m. mass today. And I asked them why. And they said, because it's Libertyville days. No one will be here. So I said, why should we cancel if there is Libertyville days? Let them do their thing. Those who want to pray, they'll come and pray. So in the middle of the meeting, someone calls and is asking a question, Father, are we having mass on Assumption 5 p.m. on Sunday? I said, yes. Without thinking, everyone looks and says, I guess we have the mass now. I say, I guess so. The reason why I'm saying this, I want to welcome you all, because I know most of you, you've been part of the community. We have some people, trustees of the village. We have the mayor, he's part of this community. We have so many policemen and women. We have the Knights of Columbus. All of you have been part of a big community outside, so I want to welcome you and to thank you for sharing your faith and building our community outside. Today is the Feast of Assumption, as we know. And Assumption of Mary is the belief that Mary was taken into heaven, body and soul. There are three, okay, there are four dogmas, the Marian, what you call the Marian dogmas. These teachings about Mary, four of them. So who knows those dogmas? One of them is the one we celebrate today, the Assumption. The second is the dogma of the Immaculate Conception, that Mary was conceived without original sin. The third one is Mary's perpetual virginity. And then the fourth one, Mary, Mother of God. Those are the four Marian dogmas. So at the end of this month, I'll be quizzing you before you leave, everyone. So make sure you remember them. But today, as we come to celebrate the Assumption, the most important thing is for us is to see that what Mary is, is what we shall be, is our desire to be. So that this, this Feast of Assumption, really, the church made it official by Pope Pius in 1950. But way back then, People had already believed in it. So they just declared what people already knew and what people already believed. From the early centuries, the Eastern were celebrating it on August 15th. So then it came to the Western part in the 16th century around that time. Then in the medieval century, you see the paints begin coming out. So it's not something new that a church calls a dogma. A dogma is just a divine revealed truth taught by the teaching office that we all bind to believe in it. So today, I want us to focus not just on that, but on something in the gospel, what we see. What does it mean to live a life of blessings? A life of blessedness is the key I want us to focus on today. Because all of us, we know we've been blessed. Sometimes the problem, we don't even know that we've been blessed. And as a consequence, we fail to do the right thing because we do not know we've been blessed. So today we see the story, Mary finds out she's going to be the mother of God. And then the angel says, by the way, your cousin Elizabeth, she's also expecting a child. She's six months pregnant. Mary says, what? She jumps on a journey to travel at least 20 miles by herself. That was a very, very rough journey to, to make by a young, a young girl like her. And the moment she reaches, what does Elizabeth say? 
Mary calls out Elizabeth and the infant leapt for joy. Now, I won't talk about leaping because only pregnant mothers know what it means when a child moves in your belly. I don't know about that. But we know that leaping is not something easy. So I hear my child moving in my belly, okay? But can you imagine when it's leaping? You can tell us later on after this mass. But what is important, the moment Mary greets Elizabeth, they are both filled with the Holy Spirit. And Elizabeth says, blessed are you among women. She declares how blessed Mary is. Mary in turn says, it's not me. It's God. She begins singing what you call the, the, the canticle of Mary, that magnificent. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Mary points that being blessed is not who I am. It's a gift God has given me. A gift that we have all been, we've all received. God has given us this gift we do not deserve. So that's why what Mary does, she doesn't say, yeah, you know, I made it. Say, it's not all about me. Say, Elizabeth, you're getting it wrong. It's about God. He says, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in his greatness. And this is the call that we're supposed to do, all of us. God blesses us, and in turn, he's expecting us to bless others and to give back the glory to him. It's not our making it's their making. It's God's making. That's what Mary is teaching us today, that it's not about me. It's not about how blessed you are. It's about God's greatness. That's why in Greek, the word thanksgiving and blessing, they used interchangeably. That's why even in scripture you hear, Jesus took the bread, he blessed and gave thanks. So the first step to giving thanks is to know how blessed we are. And then once we know that, we can now give thanks to God because we are aware how God has blessed us. And in turn, we can give thanks by blessing God back. So this, this is challenging us today. It's very easy for us to get caught up into our own world to think, this is my greatness. It's my sweat, my hard working. Yesterday, I was attending a party of one of our parishioners who God has blessed, and she fought cancer, blessed cancer. It was all our prayers here. So I was very happy to be with them to celebrate this joy. She was being a witness to what God has done. Three weeks later, later before, like three weeks back, I had a funeral right here of a 45-year-old mother who died of blessed cancer. She didn't make it, she made it. And she's giving thanks to God. Says, it wasn't the great doctors only. God was with me. She was being a witness. So the message we have today, let us look and see how God has blessed us in every way. The moment we realize it, he's telling us, give thanks to God and then bless others. A gift is only useful if it's used to bless others. Otherwise, what is it good for? Because in the end of the day, the God we serve is a God of accountability. Say, how did you use the blessings I gave you? You can use it on yourself, 
but he'll ask you, how did you use them? How good was that? Because none of us deserves it. So on this note of assumption, Mary is teaching us how to live a life of blessedness. She takes her blessings, Elizabeth, she stays with her, and she gives glory to God. Says, it wasn't me, it's God. This is what the church is teaching us today. As we live, we're beginning a new week. Our kids are going back to school. Others are already in school. Let us see them as our blessings from God and give thanks because of that, that God has blessed us with them to bring joy in our homes. And so we teach them to go and be the blessings in schools because that's how it's supposed to be. We ask God today for the blessings, to see those blessings in us, give thanks and go and do the right thing. The Lord be with you.